Welcome back to Making Sense, a podcast brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. I'm Emily Bigham. Thank you again for tuning in. And remember that you can subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This week, we're going to be talking about mortgages, specifically VA loans. Service members and veterans often hear about VA loans, but they can be pretty difficult to grasp. And so today, we're going to try to simplify those for you so you can understand and also take advantage of their true value. So today, we have an expert on VA loans, Kevin Parker. Kevin is the VP of Field Mortgage here at Navy Federal, which means that he manages the team of loan officers. They're member-facing. They're actually on the ground talking to members and, and I guess, get a lot of these hard questions. Welcome, Kevin. Um, thanks for being here. Thanks. Good to be here. So I have a, a little bit of a question to throw you off today, just to start the day. Now that we've been working from home for a little over seven months, how has your morning routine changed? Much different. So I do not have the hour and 15 minute commute that I used to have. Uh, so that time I, I found it uh, spending a lot more time laying in bed. <laughs> I also have uh, two little girls, a so nine and 12 year old. So they're in school. So I'm finding myself to be a, a, a breakfast chef and uh, nice. and trying to get them re- ready for school as well, too. So it's definitely changed a bit. But, uh, you know, we, we've all been able to uh, to basically manage through and still be at value, whether it's being a part time father or or, uh, or professional or working my pajamas at home. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, next time I'll have to have you bring me breakfast. Oh, sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> Uh, so VA loans. Um, I hear a lot about VA loans. In fact, um, my mother, shout out to Patty Bigham, she texted me the other day and she was asking me questions about VA loans. And I was like, first of all, mom, that's not my area of expertise. I'm going to kick you over to the experts in Kevin's department. But, um, you know, it, it led me to realize just how complicated they can be because, you know, my parents have had a few mortgages in their lifetime and to still be asking questions about VA loans and their benefits uh, just made me realize how confusing they are. So um, why do you think that there's this perception? Yeah, it's a great question. And uh, I think that's a great topic because we're always out there trying to dispel the myth uh, of VA loans and them being confusing or harder uh, and the perception. The, the reason the perception is out there is because the purpose of a VA loan is to help members uh, get into a property uh, that's viable, uh, a property that's uh, going to be uh, going to hold value, uh, but also a product that's going to be beneficial to their specific needs. And by specific means, I mean more times than not, a lot of our military members maybe uh, can take advantage of not putting down as much money as would a typical non-service member. Um, by that, we mean uh, there are a lot more low down payment options when getting a VA loan. So that right there is an instant benefit, meaning more cash. That's cash that you can use towards mm-hmm. buying furniture or fixing up the property, things of that sort. But the overarching point of VA loan is that loan is there to protect service members and make sure that they're getting into a financial product that's going to be beneficial to them specifically. So when you talk about less of a down payment, um, you know, there are a lot of mortgages out there that don't require a down payment or a large down payment. And so what if you had to boil it down to the best benefit of a VA loan, what would that be? Uh, the interest rate. The interest rate. Right. Okay. Which, even in a low rate environment like we're in today? Even in a low rate. So I should say lower interest rate. Okay. Lower than typically your, your conventional loan, which in, layman, in layman's terms means less money, mm-hmm. meaning your monthly mortgage payment is going to be a little bit lower than it typically would for other products. So that's a huge benefit. Two, right behind it is, as I just mentioned, the low down payment, meaning that's a lot less cash that you have to put down. And let's get this kind of touch on that for a moment, just in terms of just the cash aspect of it. When we provide loans uh, to consumers, uh, the, the more equity you have in the home, the less risk it is for the institution. 
the more equity. Right. And by that, I mean, uh, let's say the home is worth $100,000 and you but you do a loan for $80,000. So the difference of 80 to the 100, that's $20,000. That's the equity in the home, meaning cash, liquid in the home. Worst case scenario, that extra 20 grand is there as a cushion in case the lender has to get their money back. So that's the whole thing about why is it such a big deal putting down cash versus not. And for a VA loan, the VA comes in and helps us basically securitize our loans, which means that if anything goes wrong, the VA is going to be there to back up that loan. That's really the benefit of where the Veterans Administration comes into place. And so that's why the lender is able to give a lower interest rate. Correct. Got it. Because okay. the VA is backing half that loan for us. So is it more difficult to get a VA loan then because you're going through the lender and then also the VA? So ironically, it's not. So you would think so. It's a great question. But that's where the benefit of the Vet- Veterans Administration comes into place. That not only will we uh, secure half that loan for you, but they're also going to give you a better interest rate. So you're kind of getting a double benefit of being able to not put down as much money, keep more cash, and have a lower interest rate, keep even more cash. Sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I guess my question goes back to you. Then why is there such a you know a perception that they're so difficult to understand? Is that where the eligibility question comes in or or what's that perception? Yeah, eligibility. And then also um, the, one of the main purpose for the VA loan, once again, is to make sure that they we are lending a house that's viable. And by viable, I mean it's, it's structurally sound. It's not a lemon. Uh, you're going to be keep that property for long term. And so by that specifically, the VA has very specific requirements when they do appraisals, when they do home inspections. And so that's why you're going to get some, maybe some of the more what seemingly can be restrictions around VA loan is because sometimes uh, the VA might require uh, some additional um uh, inspections or not inspections, but, but some additional improvements done to the home based off the home inspection. That's where the perception comes from that it's, it can maybe a little bit harder. But Just the key thing is, I'm sorry, didn't no, 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 not at all. <laughs> I'll say, but the key thing is uh, working with the lender that's very familiar with the type of appraisals, type of home inspections. Um, because for us, like uh, Navy Federal, uh, we're specialists when it comes to VA. So we're very used to working with our members and working with the appraisers if anything needs to be done on a property. But more times than not, uh, it's a common appraisal like any other conventional product. So how many times can you take advantage of the VA loan? Great question. So the VA allows some flexibility in terms of what you call a VA eligibility and we also call subsequent use, meaning you can use it multiple times. But it's really based, up, based upon your specific situation. Uh, for example, some will want to get a VA loan uh, for the purpose of an investment property or for a second home. Some will, will want to get a VA loan. Most will want to get it for the purpose of a primary property. And so it really depends upon that person's unique needs, which is why they act, they make you go through the Veterans Administration to actually find out what your eligibility is. And we help our members with that process early up before they even apply. So even if you're eligible for a VA loan, is there ever a right or a wrong time? To- no, I wouldn't say there's a wrong time because the VA is such a good product. I mean, we really believe in it and think it's a very, very beneficial product. So I wouldn't say there's a wrong time. Uh, more times than not, more veterans are going to use it for primary per- for primary purpose. So that's, that's your overwhelming, I would say, um, purpose of getting a VA loan for primary resident. What are some of the other options that you guys recommend if they're not going to take advantage of the VA loan? Yeah. So now, fortunately, we're lucky uh, from the standpoint of we are a portfolio lender, which means that uh, we keep some of the loans that we issue on our books, meaning we don't sell them to Fannie Mae. 
Um, and what I mean, sell them. Fannie Mae buys loans uh, to help securitize loans. Um, well, for Navy Federal, uh, we keep some of our loans on books, which means that we have a little bit more flexibility, which means that we can create products very specific for unique needs. For example, we have a program called Military Choice. It's almost very close to what a VA loan is. The only difference, the only difference is you're not using your VA eligibility. So if we have a member who does not want to use their eligibility for whatever reason, well, we have a different option of our military choice program in which the rate's almost just as good. It's not quite the same, but it's almost just as good as a VA loan. So, um, you know, to me, that kind of makes sense. You know, you want to have options, especially because military members are moving quite often. And sometimes they don't know if they're going to relocate or if they're going to go overseas. Just going overseas or being here in the United States, does that change anything about the VA loans or eligibility? No, because it's based off where the property is. So we land on all 50 states. So regardless of where the member is, um, uh, the reasons for their mortgage could change. Uh, but as long as it's in the 50 states, it doesn't matter where they are. And can you refinance a VA loan? Absolutely. Um, so that's a great question. So there's a pro- product called interest rate reduction loan. And that's a special program because every time you do financing, it costs money. Right. There's an appraisal fee. You have to do title. You have to do um, title work. Um, and all those are different fees and costs associated with the loan. Well, with the interest rate reduction loan, uh, those costs are reduced because uh, you're not going to have to do an appraisal. We can, in, in essence, uh, we're saving money on the expense to do your loan. Uh, and it's a much faster process. And so we actually have a dedicated channel just to handle our interest rate reduction loans for our members. So I'm going to switch gears a little bit and kind of talk about what's going on right now. Um, You know, we're we're in a recession, but the environment's very different from the 2008, you know, housing bubble recession. Have you seen any change in consumer, I guess, member behavior when it comes to home buying? Yeah. So ironically, not as much as you would think. So right around March when COVID really hit, uh, we did see a touch of a decline in terms of um, uh, homes listed for sale. Uh, if, if you think about it, people didn't necessarily want to sell their list their home because they didn't want people maybe walking through and doing inspections. Um, and on the other side as well, people buying homes, they're a bit hesitant of uh, going out there and shopping for new homes, et cetera. Uh, but after March, uh, we started to see uh, home purchases uh, kind of trend back up to normal levels. Um, if you look today, uh, even the, the same purchase trend is about the same uh, that historically has been. So uh, we haven't seen a huge shift in behavior. Um, our production from a Navy Federal perspective is still going to be on target uh, pre-COVID um, than what we thought. Um, so, uh, no, I mean, honestly, you haven't seen a big change. So um, I assume probably with the low interest rates, you guys are getting a lot of um, refinancing applications. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> good. Number. That's smart, right? That's what you want members and consumers to do is take Absolutely. advantage of when they can of what's happening. And um, so tell me about your first home. Great question. So my first home was actually right out of college. Uh, so I went to uh, Hampton University down in Virginia in the Tidewater area. So as you can imagine, there's a lot of military uh, uh, members in that particular area. And uh, 23 years old, a buddy of mine, we wanted to buy an investment property. Um, and ironically, uh, the person buying that property was a veteran. And they actually did a VA loan on their side. So I got to experience a VA loan as a seller in which uh, uh, talking about the appraisal and talking about the inspection uh, on the seller perspective. And so that was my very first opportunity of, of, of basically buying a home uh, as an investor um, and then uh, selling it to a, a, a VA uh, member. So what are, uh, you know, from a seller perspective, I I assume that's a lot different from being a buyer. What are maybe some little tips that you can, or I guess things to know um, about being a seller on the VA side that members should be aware of? 
Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, I think one of them is understanding maybe what some of the red flags might be uh, for uh, the, the property type. Uh, or the the type of property, or just inspections in general, or improvements just in general. Uh, more times than not, if the home is viable, we once again structurally sound. Uh, you're gonna be able to sell it regardless of what type of loan that you do. But uh, there there is some in, in regards to painting and plumbing that I think maybe if you're selling it to a a VA buyer, you might might be helpful to know. But more times than not, that's gonna be on the realtor. The realtors, that's what they're there for. We work very closely with our realtors. A lot of realtors are very experienced and and, and they're familiar with uh, VA loans. Um, but one thing we do recommend for our, our our members, our buyers in general, is you want to work with uh, professionals who are familiar with that specialty. And by that, I mean, I use the analogy of when I want a steak, I'm going to go to a steakhouse. <laughs> Same thing for if I want seafood, I'm going to go to a restaurant right. that specializes in seafood. <laughs> uh, certain lenders specialize in VA loans versus others. Uh, I think we take a lot of pride, maybe federal, uh, working very closely with our military members and their families that we are a VA specialist. More mm-hmm. than half the loans that we originate are VA loans. So we're very experienced. Uh, we're very comfortable in helping our buyers, helping our members, but also working with realtors and working with title companies, working with appraisers and working with home inspectors. There's uh, a lot that goes VA into loans. the mix. Yeah, it's its, its own <laughs> ecosystem. And so that's something that we're very comfortable and confident in, in right. working through that process for our members. And your loan officers are across the country, right? I mean, I assume everywhere there's a Navy federal branch that you probably have loan officers. And, you know, does that get a little bit complicated, especially in this current environment? You know, do you see the different markets kind of acting differently or do you feel like across the board things are shifting and trending in the same direction? So great question. Yes, we do see things typically trend differently, different parts of the country, uh, whether it's the inclement weather. Uh, whether it's the market, where there's market prices in that in that home, in that area, uh, for example, in our San Diego market, uh, we tend to see home values. Patty Bigum, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we, we tend to see home home values a lot higher in that market versus other parts of the country, whether it's uh, Southern Texas or parts of Carolinas, in which you know the bang that you can get for your buck is actually actually phenomenal. And so the trends are a lot different uh, for us because we also have to go by uh, state laws, and and all of our loan officers have. Uh, national mortgage listing um, uh, registration, meaning they have to be certified to be able to talk mortgages to members. And that's something that we do manage and we take very seriously in making sure that our uh, our loan officers are very skilled at really helping our members. And the great thing about offering mortgages, um, every mortgage is not for every person. And for us, it's about teaching our members and educating our members. Uh, this is a personal finance product. And for us, that's about financial literacy. It's about making sure our members understand because we know at Navy Federal, this is a relationship. And we want them to come back in five years or 15 years. We want to be able to help them for whatever need that they have. And so we take a lot of pride in making sure our loan officers are very comfortable in understanding uh, each of our members' very specific need. Yeah. And so if um, if a member moves from market to market, do they stay with the same loan officer or is it typically, you know, you want to talk to the expert in the area? So they can. So we actually give them a choice. Uh, we try to let our members interact with us however they want. So mm-hmm. if they want to do it digitally, we have a uh, home, uh, what we call a home squad system in which they can apply online. If they want to call the telephone, if they want to walk into a branch, we want to let them interact how they want to interact. And if they want to stay with the same loan officer from a different part of the country, they can. Um, a lot of times they might want to, want to work with a loan officer or see a loan officer in person in that market. And we can do that as well, too. I'm sure that's shifted a lot, too, just <laughs> given the current situation. So, very, very true, very true. I don't yeah. even want to get into that because I don't even – that's just a lot. Well, but. The, good, the good thing about loan officers, too, our loan officers, they'll FaceTime. 
They'll, oh. they'll text our wow. members. Uh, yeah. Our members want Digital. to interact. Digital, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we, we try to make it easy because we realize we have we have our loan officers who are part time uh, p- teachers and part time cooks, uh, just as we are. So uh, we try to make sure that we give them the flexibility and and they're able to work with our members uh, based off what their needs are. That's great. Um, so I, I have a question back on eligibility. Um, you know, military spouses is that. Would they be in the mix for being eligible or how would that happen? Do they have to be on a mortgage with their spouse who is active duty or a veteran or yeah, can so you get into t- a little bit of eligibility? Yeah. So two ways to answer that. Um, one, the eligibility is based off the military member, not the spouse. So the military member does need to be mm-hmm. on the loan. And certain states require uh, that the spouse is actually on the application. For example, California is a state that if you apply, uh, even in your own name, uh, that, mili- that military spouse has to be on the loan. And so it's really state specific. And so that's why it goes back to we like having loan officers in different parts of the country who understand those state specific requirements. And so that we can help our members walk through whatever their needs are in their specific state. Right. So um, we're about to wrap it up here. And I think we've given I mean, you've given me at least a lot of great information. And um, do you have any last you know, tips or tricks you like to give the audience about VA loans? Sure. One, your mom better call us. Call us. <laughs> uh, two, two uh, once again, it's going to our website, uh, whether it's our website or you have other websites like the VA, uh, you have the CFPB website that uh, there's a lot of information out there to just help people consume and understand. Uh, we realize that buying a home, refinancing home is a really, really big, uh, probably one of the most important transactions. And so for us, we try to be teachers. And there are a lot of calculators on our website, a lot of great tools that members can take advantage of to make sure that they learn as much as possible about the VA loan. So when they do find their home, that we're going to try to make it as frequent as possible so that they can enjoy the concept of, you know, uh, what school their kids are going to go to and the the new furniture. There's so many other things to worry about, too, when you're in the military and you're moving from state to state. I mean, I grew up as a Navy brat and even moving overseas, you know, you have to send half of everything you own six months before you get there. The anxiety I felt as an eight-year-old. I yeah. can't imagine how, how would, uh, you know, parents feel. Um, so, you know, I, I think you cleared up a lot of the perceptions. And to me, I think action relieves anxiety. So, you know, I would say, you know, just call. If you're whoever lender Absolutely. you're working with, just call and talk to them about your options. And, um, you know, VA loan sounds like a, a, a great benefit that mm-hmm. everyone should be taking advantage of. So, um, thank you, Kevin, again, for being on today's podcast. And, um you know, for the listeners, uh, please, you know, feel free to call if you have any questions and of course, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks again for tuning in to Making Sense. Navy Federal Credit Union is federally insured by the National Credit Union Administration. This podcast is intended to provide general information and shouldn't be considered legal, tax or financial advice. It's always a good idea to consult a tax or financial professional for specific information on how certain laws may apply to your individual financial situation. References to and participation with the military community does not constitute organizational endorsement. Navy Federal is an equal housing lender. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission.